five, four, three, two, one. And we're recording uh, at the Nobody's Famous podcast with um, in, in the, where is it? Where are we again? At uh, the Capital Center, Arjan, recording. And uh, a very special person with us today. Let's be clear, who is not famous. So, who yeah, is, not, yeah. is not famous. We get the point. It's like, yeah, it's like, everyone, okay, everyone's like, fine. Like, I, was, I, was almost, I was like, oh, I'm happy to go to the podcast. I'm half insulted. I'm like, nobody's famous. What the hell, man? Like, rewriting my future. Maybe one day I will be famous. Well, you are still on this show. So then. it's nobody's famous yet. Yes. Yeah. Again, we're putting it back. There you go. Um, Mr. Lance Brass. It's Hello. A, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to it's have pleasure you. It's a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure. And you're flying out in... Um, Mere minutes, really, yeah. Minutes? No, hours. I'm, I fly out at 2 a.m. Okay, 2 a.m. Yeah. Don't say minutes, man. We have like an we're hour. We're done now, by the way. <laughs> so this, uh, five minutes and we're done. Thank and you. And we're done. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> you know his name and that's it. Yeah. And um, we're out. I need a mic to drop. So we can, yeah. <laughs> we, do we have one? We yeah. do. No, we don't. He's <laughs> like, I don't want to break it. I don't want to break it. Yes. <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's a pleasure, pleasure to have you. Thank you for nice. having me. Um, and uh, it's uh, it's good that we we managed to do this really quickly, yeah. uh, get you on. And uh, I wanna I wanna just start by saying, please explain the animatronic dinosaurs that I heard. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, <laughs> so I went to China in uh, January for the sole purpose of buying animatronic dinosaurs, twenty seven animatronic dinosaurs. So I. I you Kansas City Union Station, who are like one of the best venues in America and good friends of mine, call me up and they go, hey, you want to build a dinosaur exhibit? And who in the right mind says, no, I don't want to build a dinosaur exhibit. So I'm like, all right, great. I, and, and to preface this, I had done this for years before and, and it was really a super fun gig. So yeah, so I went to China. I went to Chengdu and Zhigong and met with dinosaur manufacturers because there's a plethora of dinosaur manufacturers in China. Did you know that? I I knew it to I a mean, degree, I, but I, I didn't know the I'm degree saying, of animal. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of animatronic dinosaur manufacturers. There's 147 factories in Zigong. I'm saying that wrong. Uh, who know who make animatronic dinosaurs? And I use the term factory loosely. So I went and I saw. <laughs> yeah, I went and saw three of them. The first one I went to, who will remain nameless. So I they they pick me up in Chengdu. Just, they drive me to Zigong, which is a long drive, <laughs> and we get there and we go like just back roads into this. Abandoned apartment complex is really the only way I can explain it. And I walk in like, oh, okay, we're going to show you the dinosaurs. All right. So we walk around. And let me tell you something about China. It is safety fourth. So we are, Safety fourth? Yeah. Normally it's safety first. This is not safety first. Oh. So we were... It's at the back seat. It's like, it it's, yeah, it's like safety down the... Yeah. What we'll, could... We'll you know, I can't even spell safety. Um, so we walk into this factory and there's all these animatronic dinosaurs being made. And, you know, people are filling them with fur. And literally they are calling generations of geese to fill the dinosaurs with fur. So we, I go in here and, and he takes me to the first place where they're putting them together and then he takes me to the back and this is the welding, the, the welding area. Okay. So there's this guy, is this Chinese man, he's sitting on top of an all steel frame dinosaur and he's, he's spot welding and when, I'm like, oh, well, this, this doesn't look safe because he's got no mask on, no gloves on. He had no mask no, on? No, nothing. He just, Okay, but here's the, that, that's the, the most safe part about the whole thing. Because then I look around, and he's got this welder sitting there beside the dinosaur. And it's connected to, I'm not exaggerating, like 19 extension cords, each of which is sitting in a puddle. So I'm like, okay, this is, <laughs> this doesn't feel safe. So we go. So that was the safest thing. That was the fact yeah. that his eyes were shut. Yeah, the safest thing. It's like it's like one of those things where if I'm not looking at it, it's not happening, right? Um, so, so yeah. So that was my first dinosaur factory experience. Uh, so I go and and I you know 
sadly he didn't win the contract um but, but the best part i wonder was, why <laughs> oh my so the best part was you know you ever gone out for like a, a business dinner and some or a business lunch and someone someone like i'm not i'm not that cool no well i've been on a few i'm not not Thanks a lot for but emphasizing I was, that i'm not <laughs> i was you know i was trying i was hoping you'd say something like oh yeah so that i wouldn't have to be like oh well, this conversation's getting awkward now i it's gonna maybe uh, can, can to we stop the, this <laughs> ali have you stopped level? believing because that's <laughs> Maybe later in the segment. Um, so, <laughs> so I, I go up to this business lunch. This guy's trying to sell me his dinosaurs. It's worth several hundred thousand US the sale. Per? For the whole thing. Okay. The, dinosaurs are remarkably cheap. You wouldn't believe it. I, but, I would have not known. No. It's, most people would have not known. Do you know you can buy them on Alibaba, by the way? You can like take animatronic dinosaurs and it comes up with a whole list of but, the whole but, thing. But, well, how does it come to you, though? Seek Does it come in a box? Just, but yeah, you put it together. It's like Ikea. It just comes with a bunch of Allen keys. <laughs> you like, <laughs> you know what the figure, the guy. Would you, would, <laughs> would you like the, like, it's not a T-Rex. If you do not know it's how a, to fix your yeah. animatronic dinosaur, please call this number. <laughs> it's like halfway through. You, know? you see the face. It's like, mm, I can't get the back right. Yeah, it's just damn wrong size Allen key. It's like, yeah, you get the Ikea. It's not a T-Rex. It's an Ardvik. <laughs> so, I wanted the Triceratops. <laughs> so, okay, so this guy's taking me for lunch. This is the, my favorite part of China. He takes me for lunch, and he I, mean, I figure we're going to, like, whatever the, you know, G-Gong version of a P.F. Chang's is or something. It's like middle of the road, going to be nice, and he's going to give me a sales pitch, and we'll be warm. Let me preface the part, we'll be warm, because it's January in G-Gong. It was cold. It's like minus two, right? So we go to this back alley, another back alley. Apparently everything in China is made in back alleys. We go to this back alley, and it's just a building basically put together with rubble. And you walk, we walk in the back door, and this guy I'm with starts screaming at this old woman in Chinese. The old woman starts screaming back to him in Chinese. And this is basically an abandoned house. So she's screaming, he's screaming, everybody's screaming. And then, like, something out of a bad horror movie, like old Chinese men start coming out of every doorway holding butcher's knives. I mean, what is happening? Sounds like Kung Fu Hustle. It is, right? I was waiting for, like, this crazy... Dubbed over yeah. <laughs> Chinese thing to happen, right? With like Kung Fu stuff. And now so, we're stereotypical. But now let's yeah, let's, let's, <laughs> let's not play this to anybody who's politically correct. Um, so, so fine. Another woman comes out. She takes us to a room and we go up a set of stairs into what I can only, I'm 100% as an abandoned bedroom because there's a closet in this room they've taken us to. And there's no heat. And there's a giant lazy Susan in the middle. And then- Lazy this, Susan? You know one of those things where you like spin it around and the food kind of goes where you are? Oh, because you're too lazy to actually move the balls. You just spin around, lazy Susan. Okay, so how did I not know? Right? I should have known I mean, what a lazy Susan. No is. business lunches, no lazy Susans. What the hell, man? What, what am I, I doing? What, are, <laughs> what am and I? And I'm the one who's not famous, Alex. Um, so we, <laughs> so the guy I'm with orders all this this food, and there's there's I don't know what it is. But okay, because I, I, I sorry, because you lost me there. I thought you were still doing a business deal. That's why you we're went. still having a business lunch. So like, this is the business lunch we're trying to do the deal. So okay, let me back backpedal. This is the best. You, you know when you you know when you're giving a presentation, like you've taken the person to see your entirely unsafe factory. There's there's sparks flying everywhere, and then you're gonna give them the presentation. So you're gonna go to your boardroom. Well, the boardroom was another abandoned room of this apartment complex with no heat and a projector. That what drove me the most nuts about it is that despite all of the stuff, he could have at least um, keystone the projector because the whole presentation was like this. Oh. Come on, guys. Like, anyway, so yeah, so we go, so we go out for dinner and he lunch, and he orders all this stuff, and it goes on the lazy susan. I don't know what it is, but I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm game. I'll try a little bit of everything. So you know, the food's coming over. I'm eating with my gloves on and a scarf and a jacket because it's minus two. I'm like, 
with the chopsticks and like I'm I'm barely good with chopsticks as is when your hand is shaking for being so cold you're just covered I'm just oh, covered yeah. in like mystery sauce right mystery sauce is that Szechuan yes <laughs> I'm glad you went there with the mystery sauce anyway so um, so but well, this now is, I get it okay. <laughs> this is my favorite part of the whole thing as he's trying to sell me these dinosaurs he is eating the chicken feet and spitting the bones at out at me he's like dinosaurs good how's it you're not so expensive I'm like I I, I'm saying I can't. It would be like you and me having this conversation while I'm perpetually spitting at you little bones. So it oh, was just man. the oddest thing. So anyway, I so I go back to my hotel after my long day of dinosauring, and I go to the next day from Dinosaur Factory Number Two, and stop me if this is dragging on. So another guy. So this guy picks me up in Qigong, Chengdu, and and because Jigong's a small town, nobody like there's no airports in Jigong, and the hotel is like half star at best. And I'm snobby that way. So, so famous. Yeah, there you go. So he see he goes like I like blank and uh, <laughs> well, it's gone and now. It's gone. It's gone now. Uh, so he's telling me about all the all the the things he likes that are you know unacceptable and uh, and he's like oh and I also really love women. I'm like why am I having no? We're not broing out here, man. Yeah. I like you're trying to sell me these dinosaurs. He's like so I thought he, he so, bromance too quick. He tried well he really did. He tried to bromance quick and I'm like okay what is this kid like 19? No he's 32. I'm like, come on, man. You should know better. Anyway, so we get to the dinosaur factory, and it's a better factory. It's a nicer warehouse. I'm like, oh, I want to see how they all work, and they have nice welds and stuff. And he's like, oh, I can't. I'm like, why not? He's like, oh, we don't have any power. Uh-huh. I'm like, really, just no power. He's like, no, th- we shut the power off to our warehouse. I look at him going, so you want me to buy stuff from you, and you do have no power? No, we, j- we just forgot to turn it on. I'm like, Okay. So we walk around and we look at the dinosaurs and it's fine. Just, just look at them. They're like, they're not animatronic. You can't just, see them. No, they're static. Move. They're nothing. Yeah. They're, they're, for all I know, they don't move. They're just like made of plastic or something. I don't know. Anyway, so we go through the whole thing. And I'm like, he's like, okay, I'm going to take you out for lunch. And I'm thinking, oh, all right. Another lazy another, Susan. Another lazy Susan. <laughs> so we go to this other place, which is like in the middle of industrial Zhigong. And um, we go for lunch and he screams at some people and some people scream at him and everybody's yelling at each other and we get a table and the Same whole process goes again. Yeah. He's mystery like, I want, sauce I want, and everything. <laughs> I want to give you like a Shiga Szechuan delicacy. I'm like, great. I'm super excited. I love Chinese food. Well, it's, it's rabbit, I hope. He's like, it's, it's rabbit. So I'm like, okay, let's have some rabbit. But you know, it's not like, and I've never had rabbit before, so I don't know what to expect. I think, okay, maybe it's like a loin or a little steak or something. No, this, this, it's like the, the chef had taken a rabbit, like hair and all, and just run it through a freaking grinder. So it wow. shows up, it's just like, it's like a ground mash of hair and bone and, I don't know, rabbit meal. I mean, I'm dying, right? So I just, I, okay, so I have that. Your Plus, game, your game. Well, of course. Well, I can't, I don't want to insult the guy. Yeah, you can't, can't in China, you can't. Um, because I, you know, I want to make it all the way home. So fine, I have this. Then the thing is that they just cover everything in the hottest sauce possible, right? So you can't taste anything because your mouth is numb. So I'm, I'm I'm eating this rabbit that's covered in numb sauce, and um, and I'm I'm dying because I'm heartburned. Like I've never had heartburn like this, but like I wanted to invest in tums at that point. I just I'll give you buy some stock if you'll just deliver me some tums. So I go from that meeting to my last dinosaur meeting, which is like an actual factory with an actual manufacturer. Oh, three like suppliers. Real, huh? Three suppliers. I gave up at three. Like, that was it. Hold on, I'm done. Um, so the real suppliers, real factory, real manufacturing plant. We sit down. We have a meeting. There's a real boardroom. They're like, okay, we want to take you out for dinner because I just had lunch. We want to take you out for dinner to a proper session. I'm like, no, no, no. You guys want this contract. You're going to take me somewhere where I can buy a coffee and a muffin. 
That's it. If you can take me there, you win. So like, okay. And they're all confused. So we go out. They take me to this place. I order a muffin. I get a, a, a waffle. I'm, I can't, I, I couldn't reconcile that, but at this point I'm done. I'm like, okay, great. I want a waffle. You get the contract. So yeah, they won. I don't know why. But, I don't know why I felt you were going to say it was a rabbit flavored muffin. Rabbit. I would have, I, I literally would have, I couldn't. I, nobody would have won. Nobody would have got the contract. <laughs> Show is over. No one gets dinosaurs. But yeah, so that was. Oh my God. Was, Follow up question then. Yes. Do you actually like dinosaurs? I love dinosaurs. Who doesn't love dinosaurs? No, well, see, that's the question about, uh, like, I mean, were you a Jurassic Park fan? I was a Jurassic Park fan. I love all, like, dinosaurs are super cool, man. I geek out on this. It's, it's so cool considering okay. the fact these things existed long before we were even a, a, a thought. They, they rule the earth. They're super cool. And, you know, it was really cool. As part of this whole process, we, so the exhibit partnered up with Kansas University and uh, so they, they had given us the whole paleontolo- paleontological background, right? So we sat down with the head of their paleontology department, Dr. Dave, who's the, like, the coolest guy. But whenever you sit down with academics first, they're like, well, you know, these things that you won't understand because you don't speak paleontologist are happening and blah, blah, blah happened at this epoch. And I'm like, dinosaurs! And he's <laughs> like, what? Up. You like them? And he's like, dinosaurs! And then they're like, come on! And they take us to the boneyard. And literally, we go downstairs like... The, the graveyard of Kansas University. And there's bones. It's like all of us are hanging out. We're like, oh my Fossils. God, what is this? But like full on bones. Like at one point I had like a, I was doing like this little goofy thing with an Allosaurus called a... <laughs> oh, you were doing that. Yeah, I was. It was, I was a little more anyway. Um, but yeah, they, they, so you get to see all the cool stuff and all the bones and the skeletons and it's really cool. And the exhibit turned out, I'm really proud of the exhibit. Honestly, if, if anybody's out there watching, uh, check out uh, Union Station, Kansas City, Dinosaurs Revealed. It is the coolest exhibit. And Shameless plug. Totally shameless plug. It, it was, it's super cool, but it was, it was a lot of fun to do. And, you know, you get to work with dinosaurs. Not everybody gets to work with dinosaurs. Yeah, it's that, that, fun. Is, that is an amazing story. It is. Amazing. I got to eat ground up rabbit bone and, and work with dinosaurs. In so, an yeah, abandoned 20, apartment complex. In an abandoned apartment complex with Safety Fourth. And yeah, um, but no, it's, what was really cool is it's actually... You know, because the cost coming from China, like if you've ever worked with China, you know that you can really win on the cost. And, and as long yeah. as you're willing to control the quality, yeah, we could afford, we got 27 animatronic dinosaurs. Insane. And, Insane. Yeah, these two skeletons. It was really cool. It was a six-week load in though. It was a lot of fun. Nice. So yeah, dinosaurs, man. Amazing. Actually, Jurassic Park was the first movie I ever watched in the theater. Really? Yeah. It was, God, you're it was, young. You're yeah. Just wow. Yeah. It's, uh, well, you too, Alex? Same, Same, Alex. But you're not young. What the hell? Did you just not go to the movies? <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to. If Jurassic like, Park's no. there, I'll go. But nothing before. Yeah, like... It was I, a double bill with Free Willy. Okay. God, seriously? A double free bill Willy. with Free Willy. Free what? Willy at Jurassic Park. That, that, those were what the was days. It, what Matt, was that Michael those, Jackson song from Free those Willy? Those were the days. Those were the days. Those were the days. There were no Instagram stars in those movies. No. What nobody was, what was, was that famous. So, what was, yeah, nobody was famous. What was that? Willy was famous. What was that song from Free Willy, the Michael Jackson song? Yeah, it was... Uh, we were just talking about this. We don't know the words. You yeah, just sing like, I will be there. That, I remember that. I remember Free Willy. And like man. the kid's like, ah. Yeah, he's like, oh, the kid. You know, in reality, right? If the kid goes, ah, and he's standing over the Willy just flops on him. And that's a dead kid, that's right? Dead. Yeah, that's like that We kid never mush. thought about those stuff. It's a ground before. up kid. You get it instead of the rabbit. You just have ground up Willy kid. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> but, 
went south so fast. <laughs> There goes so, my childhood. So yeah, it's, it's the first movie we saw was Jurassic Park. Jurassic which Park, which stands true today, right? Like, it was still cool if you watch it. It's 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 amazing because they they uh, you know there's that whole thing about people saying like they should go back to the actual animatronics mm. and the actual like practical effects. Yeah. Of the, Let, the let's movies, be clear, you know? Ali. Their animatronics are a little better than my giant animatronics. I know. Just touch. I, <laughs> I know, but but it's just um, it goes to show you that even like. The, like the dedication of those movies it's so you cool know? Yeah. And, and do you know what's the funny thing when I was I was doing a bit of um, uh, some funny research because this uh, this Jurassic Park uh, game came out and uh, the, the you know the amber that has the yeah, mosquito yeah, in it yeah, yeah. is actually never existed really I th- or sorry they say in the pretty movie pretty sure amber existed <clears throat> no no I mean the, the mosquito they got it wrong pretty sure I mosquitoes re- exist because <laughs> you get enough of those but you want to talk about Canada okay going off topic for a second you're going to Canada And, and I'm Canadian. So let me give you a warning. Don't go to Winnipeg. Here's why you don't go to Winnipeg. Because not, not that you're, I'm sure it's on your bucket list. Oh, Winnipeg. Yeah, like, Winnipeg. The, yeah. Saskatchewan and Winnipeg. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, you, the whole prairies in Canada, just, I'm going right off topic. You ever watch the Flintstones? Yeah, I have, obviously. Okay, obviously, because you're, you know, Uh, you're 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 over the age. You of You know when somebody says, they don't say what it. Yeah, yeah. Because I couldn't come up with anything good. I'm like, yeah, I'm, like I'm committed, just, but I got nothing. All, all the insults, all together, <laughs> all together <laughs> in one. You are all. Like, you sound a Lebanese that like, you are bad in all the stuff. Not one thing. All of them together. Take, 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 take. But but you know when you when you're committed to something and you can't let it go and you're like in your brain you got nothing. Yeah, just whatever. Yeah, all the stuff. So what about the Flintstones? Well, if you ever watch the episode of the Flintstones, any of them where they're running and they're constantly running through the same backdrop, it's like it's like friend, which is bedrock, friend drop. Mean, like bedrock. No, but it's always oh, like the, you the, mean the, the same yeah, backdrop yeah, the over and over again. Thing. That's yes, that's yes. the prairies in Canada, man. You drive by there, you just same tumbleweed for like two and a half days. But anyway, when, in in Winnipeg, the the state or the provincial bird is the mosquito. So let me tell you, I was in Winnipeg for like it's a, a bird? day. In this, it's the size they have it is like seriously that big. I was in <laughs> the Winnipeg. Size they have it is. I was in, I no, was in Winnipeg for a day and I saw one land. I'm like, oh, it's a no, it's not a bird. It, it's it was no no crazy. wait wait. I just it's not it's an insect though. Mosquitoes it's an insect. are insects. Just the right? size of a bird. Okay, but you said that the actual like I was being sarcastic. The okay. actual provincial bird is not the mosquito because you you throw a you throw that word on me provincial. I'm like whoa. Okay, it's provincial now, right? Provincial. <laughs> it's it's, it's, a, it's a provincial bird. So it's I was making like, it official. It's like when you find out tomato is a fruit. That's why I was I was confused. You know that that is a confusing time in life. You told oh, tomato is a fruit. Is, yeah. it, is avocado? Yeah. But it has seeds. Right? Yeah, that, that's why it's a fruit. You know? <laughs> Well, we just there's no straight line on any of this conversation. Yeah, right? just, like, yeah. you know, <laughs> What were we talking about before? I don't know. Mosquitoes. I was trying mosquito, to say the amber mosquito. Yeah, right? I was trying to say that in the movie they say that it's a certain type of mosquito, yeah. which actually it's not. That's the, my whole point before going to the provincial. And you were bird changing my whole yeah. yeah exactly thinking that a mosquito is actual bird. Well, did uh, you know? So in the in the epochs of of dinosaurs, there's Triassic, Jurassic, Cretaceous. That it's yes. not even until the late Jurassic that they actually had mosquitoes or any kind of insects but also like none of the dinosaurs that are in jurassic park are from the jurassic epoch well that's something i didn't know yeah so he would crush your childhood um <laughs> again but, but free the, willy and jurassic park in the double bill <laughs> <laughs> together. it's like alex's first memorable experience like, gone. Gone. done gone. seriously you're i know how old you are how did you not go to the movies before jurassic park budget budget fair enough man <laughs> like Well, hey. The first movies I saw were like home movies. My dad's like, look, that's your celebrity now. No, it's, um, but yeah, so like T-Rex was from the Cretaceous period. 
Um, and they would have not existed. No, they didn't. They didn't exist in the Jurassic. They didn't live that long. No, they were post that. So each of these epochs had a uh, an extinction event. So they were post the oh, Jurassic extinction okay. event. So okay. yeah, because Jurassic- I would have imagined like the movie is like doesn't sound as good when you're talking about Cretaceous Park. Yeah, I know. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> That's gold, man. Yeah, right? Yeah, there you go. Welcome to the Cretaceous Park. Yeah. Like old, what? 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 Pop culture doesn't know what that is. What are you talking about? We don't know. We want the Jurassic. Yeah. <laughs> That's gold, but that's an amazing, um, you know, how it would have turned out, right? Kind of scene because it's, it, that, that says a lot to the ability of Steven Spielberg to just convince anybody of every anything, right? That's amazing. no, it's a Jurassic Park. Forget about all the yeah, science. Forget it. Them? Nah, we don't need them because I can imagine that's exactly the the, the actual conversation that did happen. They yeah. were probably sitting. And they were looking at all these epochs, and they're like, "Well, this ain't cool." Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, Triassic Park, man, Cretaceous Park, Jurassic. It's gotta be Jurassic. That's the yeah. It sounds yeah, almost yeah, hard. Yeah, Jurassic, exactly. yeah. Jurassic. And then, and I was saying they're probably looking at the Jurassic era as like they had birds, you know, or something, whatever like, it was, you know. Yeah, but like no. seriously, none of them were no. like most of the dinosaurs, not even Jurassic. No, yeah. Like even the raptors, I'm pretty sure they were part of Cretaceous. Yeah. And did you know another point about yeah. this? Uh, another. This is all about. This is an all informative, by the way, about I, Jurassic yeah, Park. We should change the, the name of the show: the we're, Jurassic we're, Epoch. Did you know the, 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 the we're, raptors. We're infotaining people. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna get to that. I'm gonna get to that. The raptors were actually about chicken height. I don't know if you well, guys know. Do you that. know that actually on that note, the closest DNA relative to the dinosaurs is actually the chickens. It's the the roosters are actually the clo- they have a they genetically are literally the descendants of dinosaurs. This is we should be paleontologists now. I think so. I would, know, I would, I would, I would love, like, I, yeah, I know all absolutely. this interesting information. And see, you see that? I just said that. You're like, I, that, 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 I couldn't yeah, finish like, my train. Oh, like, you, you are everything. You're, you're everything. But, you're all uh, the paleontologists. All you. Oh. <laughs> all of it. Um, but, but yeah, that was, uh, there was another thing in the movie. They were like, when they found out they were chicken size, they're like, no, no, that's not going to work. No, we're bigger. Bigger is bigger. Bigger with, you know, and then just because imagine. they need to get, because it's all about that scene, the, the scene when they were in the lab and all the, oh, yeah. So, it's it's amazing once you know these facts and you oh, go yeah. like, damn you Hammond, you know it's just like <laughs> it's just chaos like, theory everywhere. Yeah, yeah it's uh, no, I mean the, the whole history of I mean, can imagine too. The cool thing is that these dinosaurs. I mean, humans have been on the earth for what? I, was, I think the oldest human is nine hundred thousand years old. Was the is the oldest primate found in Africa? So or. <laughs> We'll get to another equation later. Um, is is nine hundred thousand years old? Dinosaurs were around for the better part of three hundred million years. Well, that's another topic that we're gonna get into. Uh, let's let's stop there and yeah, just, let's talk about you a little bit more before we get sure. into. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, you mentioned earlier you're forty. I am. Oh, well, I'll be forty this year. I'm 39. Oh, wow. Don't yeah. don't age me, man. I still got like you, six. Hey, you said 40. I was like, I don't know. I'm allowed to age me, but <laughs> like, you can't age me. Yeah, don't don't anyway. Um, but and and you're born in uh, which month? December 26, 1978. Oh, wow. Okay. Just gave away nice. way too much. Whoa! Information is this gave the the 26. Yeah. Wow, you must have an amazing birthday. I do. Yeah. There's me yeah. and this other guy. We we share a two day thing. <laughs> Apparently, I'm not as good a carpenter though. So what am I gonna do? But. Uh, <laughs> Christmas, Christmas, birthday. They, it's yeah. all of it. Yeah, give me, <laughs> give me month. That's right. Yeah. Animatronic dinosaurs, paleontology. That's nice. Oh, I want an animatronic amazing. dinosaur for my front yard. That'd be, wow. be great. That would be amazing. But would you be. can't. I mean, I can imagine 
like uh, your wife, you come home, it's like, hey, hey yeah, know, this is just the head, by the way. You can imagine <laughs> my wife looking, going in the house, getting her bag, leaving the house, yeah, <laughs> through the back door, exactly. just out. Um, but um, nice. So how was how was it in the uh, the seventies? Actually, how, before, how was it for those two years I was alive? I mean, it was pretty great. <laughs> baby bell bottoms. <laughs> You know, when you're born in the 70s, you're born with lamb chop sideburns. It comes, like, you pop out of the womb, you got the lamb chops, the bell bottoms. It's a whole thing. <laughs> they check you before. It's like, yeah, he's good. He's good. He's good. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> bring him through. Bring him through. He's all the things. All the things. <laughs> he's he all the things that 78. <laughs> yeah, is it 78. Bring. Come, yalla, yalla. <laughs> Okay, so then my better question is how are the 80s then? <laughs> the 80s are great, man. But we were talking about this earlier. Like, I remember being a kid in the 80s, and, and it was like all the celebrities were like these larger than life, not screwing around on Instagram celebrities. Again, so well, I, elsewhere, not Instagram. You yeah, they just no, it. we just see them. But I remember like, so I've, I've been lucky in my career. I've worked with a lot of celebrities. I've worked a lot in live music and met some interesting people. And, and you, you <laughs> but you, you don't, you don't like geek out at stars, right? You, it's part of your job. You, you meet them. It's a thing. You got to get on stage. We, you know? we were having this conversation with, with, with one of our guests actually. Yeah. But it's, it's just becomes part of the job, right? So being an 80s child, so, and, and there's been a couple of occasions where I've met somebody and be like, wow, this is incredible. But again, it's like, it's just part of this. So I met B.B. King, for instance. I'm like, wow, this is incredible. He's B.B. King, like, legend. But again, it's, it's still part of the job and you meet a lot. I geeked out when I met Hulk Hogan, man. I met Hulk Hogan at a restaurant and I went from like 36 to four. I'm like, oh my God, it's a Hulkster. And I grabbed a piece of paper. I'm like, can I have an autograph? I'm like, he's looking at me like, Look, All right, you but, know, I understand you, man. But, but right, like I so understand you. That's part but, of like growing up as a kid. These these icons are larger than life. When you see them, holy cow! So I I, I completely understand yeah. you. Um, it's it's um, I guess it's just the spur of the moment thing. It's it just is human right? nature to go like. I think it's because you you're but, seeing them on TV so much, and then yeah. you first see them, and you're like, but but I think what? that was that's one of the big differences. Now back in the '80s, and I grew up mostly in like the late '80s, early '90s, is like. Pop culture was made up of these larger-than-life icons, these these people and these messages that were like, that started kind of to like, how do I say it, disseminated into your life. And everybody was just making money back then too. I remember like in the eighties, the nineties, everybody stopped making money and lost all their money. But in the eighties, it was like the boom of the market. And really, was though, nineties like, people were losing their money. Oh, we had the giant recession. Okay, no, because I thought it was, I thought it was kind of not not that. Um, like yeah, which? Let's be clear. I was like a, I was not making money. I was yeah. Like, yeah, I, but, yeah. <laughs> Besides that, it was it really was part of that whole growing up. It's, I think it was different. It was a lot different growing up then than it is growing up now. I mean, the, the thing is, the world wasn't right at your fingertips, right? You news wasn't a click away. The you know you the world wasn't a, you weren't desensitized to everything. I think now people are so desensitized to everything because everything's so available to them yeah, all the time. That's that's so true. It, it wasn't like that back then. So it was more like. I don't want to say it was like a land of wonderment, but it was it was a lot more left to the imagination and a lot more going out. Like I remember being a kid and you just go out and play, right? You would leave in the morning, like in the summers on vacation, like in summer vacation, you know, you would leave in the morning, you would go hang out at your part of the park with your friends, you'd come home, you have lunch, go back to the park, you come home, have dinner, go back until it's, it's so dark that your parents are like, come home, it's dark. And then you'd come home, step and repeat, right? There wasn't like sitting in front of the TV playing video games. Well, yeah. It wasn't, you, you'd, you chat, but you chat with people in real life, right? Yeah. It, it kills me. So I have a, I have a twenty, God, how old is I? I got a twenty-seven-year-old brother. I want to say, and he, um, him and his friends, will all sit in a room together, all playing video games with headsets on, not talking to each other. And you're like, how is this? And if they're talking to each other, they're doing it through the headsets. I'm like, how is this a thing to interact 
human interaction. Just talk to you. Do this, don't you? This yes, your, that's why I'm laughing. Yeah. That's why I'm laughing. I, you know? But it's for me who grew up with actually talking to people. It's weird. Like no, I, look, I understand you. Like I'm, I'm. There is a balance to everything. Yeah. Right. I'm not saying you should. Like I'm not advocating for always doing it. Yeah. I'm just saying that. You know, uh, life is different now. And it is. People experience and I, things I, I differently. Mean, I play games and stuff too. Like I, yeah. I have a PS4 that has a few hours put on it. Okay. But um, a few hours. But but yeah, I think that was the, that was really the key difference then and now though is you know you were forced to interact with people because that was the only way to interact with with a, with a person. Yeah, you right? had to be out. Yeah, I mean, and you had a phone line in your house. Unless yeah. you just, <laughs> if somebody was using it, you couldn't. And and the internet. <laughs> yeah, forget that. Yeah, it's, I mean that's you have so many things that you touched on. I don't know where to start. Like, my brain is just frying. <laughs> uh, like, where do I go? Um, what I what I'm trying to say is, uh, I wanted to go back to the thing you said about <laughs> hashtag. Not sure. Yeah, <laughs> I posted like, just um, but when you said <laughs> I just meant, po- posted concern face. Yeah, yeah. the um, new one like the migraine face now. There you go. Um, there's uh, the part you said about being desensitized. Yeah, which is actually. Uh, it's something that people, uh, maybe through no fault of their own, but it happens, and yep. you you be scrolling, and then some piece of news, which is horrible, by the way, yep. but you pass it. Yep. It's just, so I completely understand what you meant when you said that. It's just, um, it's it's very bad, but that's just, there's just what? so much. I don't know thi- if it's so many good or things. bad, it's just different. It's all right? the things. It is all the things. All the things. It's all the things. I gotta together. Figure, I gotta learn the accent. All the things together. Together. That's one terrible. time. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. Doing it. But it is. It is all the things, and, and it's just everything is so accessible. And I think it's also. You know, I think that 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 disseminates out into different industries as well. Like so, for instance, the music industry, which we both work in, to different degrees. It's it's you know you won't have the, you'll never have another Rolling Stones and Elvis Presley and the Beatles, because. For them, it was anticipation, right? It came out, oh my God, the Rolling Stones album's coming. You gotta wait, you gotta wait, you gotta get it, you gotta listen to one track. And and now oh, it's that's like, what you mean. Yeah, and, and and now it's everything is so accessible that there's no mystique around it, there's no anticipation. It's everybody's constantly rushing to get their stuff out to just be part of the message that's always out there, always in your face, always being disseminated. Uh, so it just it's created a different a different all these different industries i mean i remember like social media manager didn't exist 10 years ago yeah there was no such yeah. thing yeah. yeah but but it's so funny when you mentioned it because when we speak about it it's like we are speaking as if we have the golden age syndrome yes, you know the, yeah. you know yeah. golden age syndrome for for those who 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 don't know it's just uh believing that a time that you didn't live in is yep. better than the time you live in now yeah wow did i just explain it very succinctly Ooh, that was that was very succinct i'm like <laughs> You can either quote that, get that printed up on a quote in a T-shirt. It's like, well, I wouldn't go that far, but that, that's such a long thing to read, though. Like, you you'll have people like, what? Well, just hashtag it. What are you looking at? <laughs> just hashtag it. Golden age. It's Golden age. Yeah. But um, you know what I mean. Yeah. And and I don't want I don't want us like, especially on this show, I don't want us to think that we're we're those. Um, advocating the gold yeah we should be in that age and we should go back and take away the internet everybody working faxes no let's not do that ever no that's not i don't think that that's not what we're saying which it's amazing you brought these things up but it's it's uh what's important is to actually acknowledge those facts and understand that even in this time you can do things uh not that way of just you know? Yeah, I mean, but it's. I think it's an. It, it's an. It's an. Evol- it's a bit of an evolution, honestly. It's. It's a genuine change in the way human beings are interacting with each other. And if you think about the way the technology has changed, forget the '80s. Like, go back. It's in the last hundred years, we've had Insane. more technological advances than they did in all the years, but 
all the years before all that. All the years together. Yeah, all the years together before that. We really have. Yeah, like true. it's it's been a massive amount of change. You know, so I have a, my grandmother is turning 99 this year. Wow. Yeah, she's amazing. She's going to outlive everybody. She's, the woman is 99 wow. years old and has, has spent maybe six days in the hospital her whole life. She is... She, what? I, totally, again, like just so randomly off topic. Can you just inform topic. the bloggers out yeah, there? Who are just uh... Apparently a diet of white bread and peanut butter for the course of 90 odd years is actually pretty healthy for you. But no, Peanut butter? Yeah, my grandmother, but she's, she grew up in this old generation of where like they didn't have all the stuff, so they white bread, like Dempster's white She didn't bread. have all the things. All the things, not all the things. <laughs> Um, but no, so she's, she's 100, she's 99, she's almost 100, almost a, a, a centennial, I think they're called. But Yes, For, um, so she was, wow. So she was born in, in the 99 90. years ago. Um, but but just think about over the course of, of her life or of, of everybody, all the other people that have lived that long, the amazing amount of change they've seen. I mean, she saw a city, well, exactly. look at just Abu Dhabi, look at the changes in, in the UAE since the 1960s. It's yeah. been yeah, tremendous. That's insane. 99. But 99 years old. Wow. Let me tell you a funny story, totally getting off topic, funny story about my grandmother. I was at her, her house, uh, I got to say four or five years ago, she was 94, you know, like spry, young, 94. I'm at her house and and I'm sitting in the living room, she's coming down the stairs because my grandmother's 99, still goes down the stairs up and down, lived in her house until like a year ago. Oh, she's walking and everything. Oh, yeah. She li- she literally lived in her house until a year ago and we finally had to put her in, in assisted living because she was 99. But she falls down a flight of stairs. And I freak out. I hear thud, thud, thud. And I jump up and I, Grandma, are you okay? I got to call the ambulances. I'm freaking out. She's like, I'm fine. I'm like, no, no, you just fell down a flight of stairs. Let's be clear. If I fell down a flight of stairs. Is that the way she said that? Yeah. She's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm like. I, I can't imagine it. Let me clear. If, I, if one of us fell down a flight of stairs, we'd be like, oh, my, take me to the hospital. I'm dying. There goes my hip. I, you know, I'm out, of, I'm out of work for like a month. No. She was like, no, no. I'm like, what can I get you? I got to call an ambulance. She's like, fine. I just want a sandwich. I'm like what? Okay. Peanut butter, peanut, peanut, peanut butter, peanut butter, white bread. Uh, I'm like maybe some bologna occasionally, just to, to really North with American peanut up. butter. No, preferably I would imagine not with peanut okay. butter. Okay. Jam, maybe like jam and bologna yeah. sandwich. No, so she and I'm like I'm I'm, I'm freaking out. I'm like 95 year old grandma. She stands up. She's like, give me a hand. So I, I I give her a hand. She stands up, walks into the kitchen and makes herself a sandwich. She's fell on a flight of stairs. She's 95 years old. I'm freaking out. I call my mother, my dad, and my mom. What do I do? They're like, uh, we'll call an ambulance. It's fine. We had to force her to go to the doctor. To, and she had like a bruise on her hip in the end, but I was shocked. So she's, she's Hips of steel, man. Hips, uh, yeah, seriously. She is 99 year old. Anyway, but the amount of change that you would have seen in the course of 99 years is incredible. And we talk about just the difference over the last, you know, 19, 20 years or 30 years. It's nothing. They did this. This was the music on gramophones back then, right? Like, crank, crank, Insane. crank, crank. So it's it's pretty incredible just the the sheer advances and the evolution of mankind and really I mean in we're the not, past hundred years the past hundred years though, is incredible, I think yeah. it's it's important to mention that yeah because yeah that's been, that's just wow there's so many topics I don't know incredible. I don't know where to go I am hashtag lost well Matt, imagine what this conversation would be back in hundred years we wouldn't how would we broadcast it to people even thirty years ago it'd be you'd make a few gramophones I think and so. do you have the nobody famous podcast it'd, it'd be like it it'd be podcast. like Morse code you'd be like one of those tapping machine tap Tap, 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 tap. Yeah. It's like the side tap, tap, bottom tap. boys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. We just can't keep it off our shelves. <laughs> I am the man. That was a great movie. But That's amazing. Oh, brother, where art thou? Oh, yeah, just so gold. Fantastic. Pure gold. Absolutely. Um, so on that topic, yeah. let, me, let me ask you the, 
the few questions that we actually do script for the show. Oh, yeah, I didn't know we scripted questions. Bring we, it on. We don't. Right. We yeah. don't. Uh, and uh, and all the like the avid followers are like, uh, you shouldn't be scripting. You know, like <laughs> see, why am I always this voice? The, the, the I don't know. What. But you're the generic voice of everybody who talks to everybody, and, uh, and there's like objecting to what you're doing. Yeah. So like, you should. Be, how you can't do that? Nobody talks like I that. Know, have you talks. ever actually? Well, that's good then. So that we're actually not insulting anyone. Have you ever actually met a person who like waves their finger at you when they're <laughs> yeah. talking? You can't. You shouldn't be scripted. Maybe or, and. And you notice how it always, no matter what, where you're from, always ends up in like a southern accent. You're like, <laughs> yeah, probably. You're like, you're from, you're, you're only talking to people from Mississippi who shame you. Like, y'all shouldn't be doing that. But it, every time it ends up in this southern accent. I love, I love it's, the southern accent. It's great, accent, right? I love doing it. I'm going to get me some gumbo. You know, I that love was, that stuff. That, that was fantastic, <laughs> man. That was fantastic. Fantastic. I bring my truck. Hey, we don't all have trucks, you know. I love Have you ever stuff. been to the South? They all have trucks. Okay. Yeah, everybody got a truck. Uh, no, truck I, and a gun I, rack, I, man. I, yes. <laughs> And there's another topic. <laughs> so go, you scripted question. Is yeah, it about trucks and question. gun racks? No, no, I wish. Um, I wouldn't wish, actually. Why did I say that? Uh, hey, you're alive. No. Um, you should wish <laughs> that. that. You shouldn't be saying that. Come on, get me some gumbo. You know? um, I, love, I love the gumbo is your default. Yeah, just, it's, it's just... Yeah, uh, yeah put, put it in. Oh, bring all the things. Bring all the things. things the gumbo. gumbo. That's exactly <laughs> what gumbo is. Right? <laughs> what gumbo is. It is all the things. Yeah, it's, it's all the things. It's, it's, all. it's the ratatouille of America. Yeah. 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 Uh, my, my question is, what do you think of the name nobody's famous i love it i think it's great because every because if you ask everybody everybody's famous if you were on if you had seven followers on instagram you're an influencer you are famous you are influencing seven it's people. Your, it was seven people it's are influencing <laughs> another seven people it's each it's, the exponential growth is endless <laughs> seven you just made every single person who has seven follow uh, seven followers on instagram now are now I'm a dream maker, pal. Yeah, it's a, no, but it's, it's true. Everybody's famous. I love it because you, people are not famous. Like, not everybody needs to be famous. Not everybody should be famous. That's good. There's a lot of people who are famous that it would be better for the world if they were not famous. But um, without mentioning names, yeah, without mentioning any names that have like blonde wigs and look orange. But um, <laughs> what? Oh my god! Uh, yeah, th- that's not going in there. No, no, man, you are um, you have a lot of work to do on this one. Right. Um, I, I'm telling you, you know. <laughs> All right, sorry. Alex. Come on, guy. Um, Come on, guy. <laughs> not guys. Uh, <laughs> do not bring me with all the things, uh, you know. Just uh, uh, so, oh, what do I think of the name? Not yeah. nobody's. I think it's great. I think because uh, first of all, I think should, nobody's famous yet because there's bound to be somebody who comes out of this who just becomes an Instagram or YouTube superstar. Well, that's that's true. But what, what's what's nice about it is we can interview famous people. Yeah, I hope. But but I'm saying is is. Uh, what who they were before it's like yeah. uh, it's like that Andy Warhol quote about the about the photo is what amazing about a photograph the quotes today by I, I know killing right it. I know it's, it. it's insane I'm sitting here enthralled please finish the quote <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, it's that quote that he said about uh, photos it's like um, I love photographs because uh, even if the person in the photograph changes the f- they never changed yeah. in that actual picture I'm sure well, I butchered it but that's the concept I like the concept the co- well, you know what I, what I really like about this whole concept of, of nobody's famous is everybody knows what famous people have to say because it's all over everything, right? Like if anybody famous tweets out, you know, I love butter, the whole world's like, oh my God, that person loves butter. But the fact is that the people who are not famous usually have really interesting things to say because they've usually had really interesting lives or done really interesting things. It's the fact you're capitalizing on that and bring in people who aren't famous but have interesting stories, interesting lives, interesting takes on things. And that's fantastic because that's as, as a non-famous person, that's what I'd want to hear. I'm more interested in what the, the average person or you know 
interesting person has to say than I am what some reality TV star has to say. It's amazing because, I mean, like uh, like going to an animatronics dinosaur shop exactly, in China. Exactly, yeah. I'm sure Kim Kardashian is all over that, by the way. He's like, I'm going there next week. <laughs> keep keep it up with the Kardashians, Emma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next episode is Dinosaur Animatronics. Exactly. What does Kanye do next? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, will he buy the factory or not? And everyone's like, I want to work there, you know? It's a, everybody, yeah, now, now half the world are applying for visas in China to go work in dinosaur factories. <laughs> yeah, we wonder why. You know? exactly, yeah. And then he makes a dinosaur. It just it doesn't look like anything, like his T-shirts. Well, maybe, you can, maybe if you get lucky, you know, you can get there and then you'll be and you can be like Kanye's grunt man uh, 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 on, uh, the, on, on the records <laughs> yeah, <yes. laughs> we just gave him a totally amazing business idea I by think the way. so we just we Kanye like, Soros Rex I love it right whoa I think high five man it could be like the world's most stupid dinosaur <laughs> uh. <laughs> boom shut it down oh yeah you know, like, he, he was probably listening he's like I love that name and then you just yeah have, Pla- you, have you ever it's heard not even anything? A plateau. It's have you ever heard or read anything that Kanye uh, Kanye says or writes that actually makes sense or is coherent? Like unless he's rapping it to you, there's no coherence. Like, I mean, I'm, I yeah. I mean, I, w- I love I how go, impartial I, you try. Yeah, it's it's like, like, I, mm, I'm gonna be neutral. You know? yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say anything, you know. But I love the I love the name. We were keeping the na- after the name. You can cut everything. So it's this Kanyosaurus Rex. Do not cut everything after the name. <laughs> it's world's stupidest dinosaur. <laughs> And he said it's it like, again, so you need to cut in two, <laughs> the, well, cut in two parts now. Yeah. That's, that, that's the one it wasn't hard to figure out why it went extinct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure he's, he's going to be like in the editing room. It's like, such a dilemma. You I know? hate this Should guy. Should I keep <laughs> or not? Do I keep it or not? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, so I love that you gave this uh, very, um, uh, I would like to say, amazing answer. because. I don't know I, if it, I only strive for amazing, man. Yeah, yeah that's his bar. That's you right. know? There's, there's nothing under. Well, know? the good thing is, if you strive for mediocrity, you can always get over the bar, right? So, yeah, I mean, it's always too. How's that for a quote? Strive yeah. for mediocrity and always get over the bar. It's just oh, that we'll, we have it safe. Confucius says, so, yeah. And then, you know, maybe in 10 years' time when we're still doing the show, yeah, right. And they're doing the show, and I go, like, did you know that Lance said this? You yeah. know, and, and you'll be. I feel like 50, if you're still right? on in 10 years, then nobody's famous. Now, Ali is famous. Somebody else is coming on. Yeah. Yeah, there's, that's an oxymoron. Yeah, yeah. um, <laughs> kind of like common sense. Hence, can you sort of strike? Anyway, uh, but I just, I love that you gave this answer because... Um, I don't know who. Kanye Source Rex. All the other dinosaurs got together and decided they just he, he can't survive anymore. We got to get rid of that guy. Uh, it's like <laughs> dinosaur council. Yeah, exactly. Sitting together, uh, uh, he can't. He cannot. We, he we, cannot go to the Jurassic Park. He's, he's bad with all the things. <laughs> all the things he cannot do. He knows none of the things. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, because I don't know if it was you or somebody who put this thing in my head when I told them nobody's famous. Because everybody's famous. That that sentence. I don't know if it was you or somebody else, but, but I, I would take credit for it. But I'm pretty sure it wasn't me. Yeah, but it was. It's a really good answer. Yeah. And and for my well, do I want to ask him the second question? I asked you the second question. You asked me the second question because because the famous thing was very was a very good way to bring you from the 80s to what we're discussing now. But the second question is, uh, who in your opinion is the let's say the most underrated artist of our time now. Wow, the most well, there's so many amazing artists. Uh, I'm, I'm here to you are talking like musicians in general. It doesn't matter who. Uh, well, I, I can talk. More, I suppose I can talk 
more directly to music, but there's some incredible artists out there that most people haven't heard of. There's a guy named Chris Thomas King, who's a blues artist, who I download as much of as I can on, on my iTunes. He's incredible. The guy's incredible. There's a Actually, you know, I have a 100% answer. The most underrated artist in the world is Kenny Wayne Shepherd. What's the first name? Kenny Wayne Shepherd. Kenny, Kenny, okay. Kenny Wayne Shepherd might be the greatest guitarist I've ever heard. So I went to see B.B. King, legend, incredible. Again, play at the casual. amphitheater. Play, I saw him play the amphitheater in Toronto. I got oh, meeting him was incredible. It was like a, a life. He, I meet him. I'm like he looks at me, a no, someone who is not famous. And he's like, it's a pleasure to meet you, sir. And I just like, I look at him. Oh wow! You call, you're BB King. I'm not sir. You're sir. I'm no, I'm Lance Brass. Yeah, I'm just. It's my pleasure to meet you. But so he he opened for BB King, who is a legend, possibly one of the greatest guitarists in history, and he blew the show out of the water. This guy Kenny Wayne Shepherd, he was incredible. And so I followed his career, and he's just. I think I don't know if it's just the genre of music. He's a blues guy. Isn't doesn't have that worldwide appeal. But his talent level through the roof. I think he. I honestly believe he is the most underrated artist I've ever seen. But there's a lot. I mean, and I think it, this is this is also a byproduct of the age of digital media. There's there's all these incredible artists out there who have like amazing talent. They're talented musicians um, who aren't getting discovered or are playing on these indie circuits because so much of the world now is is inundated with this top forty digital media stuff, right? So I think if if you're crafty and you know where to look. Um, there's some amazing artists out there that you can you can learn about, but I would I would highly suggest checking out Kenny Wayne Shepherd. T- Chris Thomas King is incredible. Um, Betty Lavette, she's a blues singer from the states. Man, that woman is well. But but still, but that's, that's, that's not how I know. Up, now right? I know. Yeah, you know, being able growing up in that indie music scene in, in Toronto and being part of like, the jazz festivals and working with live music around there, you got to see all these incredible artists and uh, and being being lucky enough to have promoted some of them. I mean, it's it's incredible. Betty Lavette was was. I didn't even know who she was. I heard her, so I have a story about her. I, I heard her music uh, from a friend of mine who runs the Toronto Jazz Festival. And I thought, this woman's incredible. I'm going to roll the dice. Let's bring her to town. Thinking, I'm going to lose my shirt, but I'm going to get the chance. I'm going to get a chance to see Betty Levette. And it sold out in like five minutes because apparently there's a bunch of other people who knew she was. And she was incredible. So, like, people like her, amazing. I mean, then there's this, this like, like Sharon Jones, the Dap Kings. Incredible! Like, there's all these amazing artists out there. I think you see the devil a little bit, and I think the key is to get away from top forty. I'm not saying there aren't some great top forty artists. There's some really talented, but I think when you sort of peel away the top forty and you get down to some more genres and start to think about who's performing, it's it's amazing. And also getting outside your culture. So we, I went to the opening of the Louvre here in Abu Dhabi, with an incredible facility, and we went. So we went. I think it was like the second night of the opening. We went and saw the cool like the cool video mapping show, and then this this artist M was playing. I have no idea. M. M, French artist. No idea who he is. Had no expectations at all. Just thought, I'm going to go see a cool show. This guy blew us out of the wall. He was incredible. M, no idea who he is. Amazing guitarist. Amazing performer. You have to get him on the show. You should get him on the show. He's, you have to do the whole show in is French. Is he Abu Dhabi best, based? He is not Abu Dhabi based. Oh, okay. Uh, he is, I think he's Paris based. But anyway, but again, hey, it, was, it was culturally- That ain't far. I know, yeah. Well, just bring him in. We got a big budget for nobody's yeah, famous. Yeah, I know. No, like, here's your ticket. You know? Seriously. But, uh, but no, he was just so cool. And it was so cool to go outside of, outside of your realm of knowledge and listen to an artist perform rock and roll in French. And you kind of, but it becomes a universal, like music just becomes a universal language after a while. You, you realize you're not necessarily understanding the lyrics, but you're understanding the tone of the but, message. Yeah. You're understanding the music and it just, you just get into it. It was incredible, right? Amazing. Yeah. I just, I, again, another amazing answer. But uh, I wanted to show you the plus side of, yeah. you know, you were saying because these people like are not known. In this digital age, yeah. it's way easier now. 
So there is the there is the plus side at least. Absolutely. You know, there's there's millennials. <laughs> you know, who 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 um, like we we listen to also these amazing artists that are uh, that are out there through YouTube and stuff, and we can find find them out that way. Like there's yeah, I mentioned it before. There's Tom Mish, Daniel Caesar, uh, FKJ. Great. You yeah. know, uh, Masego, like those guys, they go hand in hand, Masego and uh, FKJ. Um, there's so but many ama- amazing people. You're like right, and you have so much and- access to so many genres too. Eh? Like yeah. whatever you're in the mood for, you can you can listen to. But again, that's the other issue, if you right? want. That's the other issue. It's just, again, it's just all the things but I in think, your face. But I think that access to all the things and access to different genres is also helping bring, bring people and culture together, right? Because it used to be, you know, I remember there used to be cultural divides between what music listen people listen to. And I think it was, it was an access thing and it was a, a socioeconomic thing. But now that everything's sort of melded together in this digital age, there, there's, there can be like a bit of more of a universal conversation around, around the actual music. It can bring people's ideologies together, right? And it can also deliver messages that wouldn't have crossed those socioeconomic borders. That is true. Yeah. That is true. I agree with that. But it's just, it's, it's, it's just a weird thing that you have. I remember that uh, there was another quote, something we saw in a presentation. It was like, before people were interested, were, were so interested in less things, yeah. but they were really interested in those things. Yeah. Now people are interested in so many things but less in each of them. That's true. Which is an amazing revelation once you start to think about it. And it just, uh, it's, it's, it's true because you go like, there's just so many, but it was you also, can't keep up. But I think, I think a, lo- a portion of that, why people were interested in specific things, it was, it was a geographical thing, right? Yes. You grew up in this part of the world and that's what you listen to. Like if you go down to, go down to Mississippi, in the Mississippi Delta, and the blues were prevalent, Right. So you grew up, you listened to the blues, you knew all the blues artists, you know, and, the, and all those great old artists like Ray Charles and Steve, they did this circuit and you'd see them and that was what you listened to. Country music was, was listened to in your area. Rock, rock and roll broke all the barriers. That was the first thing that broke the barriers of music that brought this different, because it, it took you know, sort of that R&B, gospel, the black music and the white country music and brought it together and made a, a, a universal music, right? And, and that started to break the barriers, but I think those barriers are just, they're gone now, right? But it's still, you can see it geographically where you are in the world. People listen to different things. I think there's parts of the world that are sort of homogenized into top 40. And then there's parts of the world where, you know, like I was just down yes. in the American South and it's very much country music. Every list, every channel you listen to is either sermon or country music. So it's true. Um, but, you know, and then when you go out to like, you spend some time in LA and there's a ton of hip hop stations and some top 40. And you spend time in New York and there's a lot more indie rock and rock stations. Yeah. You spend time in, in England, there's a lot more punk. You spend time in, and so it, it is a geographic thing. And I think the digital age is starting to break those down. But it's still, there are still people in each of these geographies who, who, who focus more down on what they like. And I think the UA is a bit of um, an anomaly in that it is sort of, very, it's, it's gentrified isn't the word, but it's sort of, into this top 40. It's, it's driven by this top 40 because it's a commercial kind of culture, right? So they're trying to sell the CDs, downloads, this and that. And so you get a lot of Camila Cabello playing, singing Havana yeah. every 15 minutes. And it's also like, and, and you don't have that radio access. So, yeah. you know, you, as can't, much as, you have to like do it on your phone or anything. And yeah. as much as people are saying radio is a dying medium, I, I really disagree because a lot of what the action that you go to and you download is based on what you're hearing on the radio. You drive around, yes, you, you know what I mean? True. So, I mean, if you're in like, Coming from Toronto, which is a very indie music, every kind of music, you're listening to different stations. You're listening to the Edge 102 or Indie 88.1, and you're saying, oh, well, that band just came up. I'm going to search them. And then by, by 
proxy and there's another band that comes up and, yes. and you delve down into they go down the rabbit hole but i think if you're if you're inundated with top 40 all the time you're only in that top 40 rabbit hole so you yeah, know which it, is it, which is um music mostly kind of sounds the same well it does. i don't want to i don't want to discount anything of, i just want to say that it's, it's yeah it's, it's yeah. kind of you you and the thing is i've fallen into that uh, a couple of times you know you just you're stuck in the commercial kind of stuff yeah just because out of convenience sometimes you know it yeah because it's, it's accessible and it's there and you're listening to it on the radio and you notice and you can sing along to 90 percent of the songs and you know it's true you know the best part about commercial music you can guess the next lyric you really can like if you're listening to bob dylan chances are you can't guess bob dylan's next train of thought but if you're listening to most of these top 40 artists you can put by you listen to one one verse and you can like you can guess the lyric for all the rest yeah. of the song yeah. <laughs> i want you I need you, <laughs> right? You just know what's coming next. Uh, it's, it's sort of like a magical linguistic thing in your brain, right? Yeah. But again, you, you you know, you listen to Johnny Cash, and it's a little harder to figure out what's coming next because most of it's you know coming up on the fly. I won't. Are you okay for time? What time is it? It's it's like quarter to eleven. Yeah, I got another half hour, I think. I have a good actual custom story. I, I was uh, I was flying to a trade show actually from Vancouver. We were doing this museum thing. Casual. Casual. Trade show. Trade show. Vancouver to I can't even remember where somewhere in America, Baltimore, I think, or something. And I had a woolly mammoth tusk in my in my bags. A what? A woolly mammoth tusk, like an actual woolly ma- piece of woolly mammoth tusk. Why? Well, because we're going to go show that, look, we have real fossils. I have this woolly mammoth tusk. Who doesn't travel? You don't no, travel no, with a woolly wait. mammoth tusk? No, I got one in my bag. So, no, but wait. It's just... <laughs> it's just... Um, it's not a casual thing you carry. It seems so right? casual to me. I had a woolly mammoth tusk in my yeah. bag. I, I had a molar, too, but woolly mammoth tusk in my bag. So when you're traveling... <laughs> When you're traveling these things, you get what they call CITES paperwork. It's just an acronym oh, for yeah. God knows it's, what. Uh, it's the, and, uh, it's yeah. the, it's like the bill of lading. Exactly. It is the, it is the, wow. you own a woolly mammoth tusk. You, sir, are verified as a tusk of mammoth owner. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm, I take this thing and I know I'm going to get stopped by customs because I've got a woolly mammoth tusk. So they're like, excuse me, sir, can you come into customs? I'm like, yeah, no problem. And I give them the paperwork. I'm like, I'm like, I know what you're after. She's like, well, what is that thing? I'm like, it's a woolly mammoth tusk. No, it's not. Like, no, it really is a woolly mammoth tusk. Wait, the, a real one? It's a real one. Yeah, real fossil woolly wise. It's ivory. It's a fossil. How did you woolly preserve that? I bought the guys I bought it for preserved it. I just carried. It. I'm basically a woolly mammoth tusk mule. But <laughs> um, <laughs> but so I so I'm going across. The, so I'm going through customs. And I give them the CITES paperwork and like, oh, really? It's really, I'm like, it's really William Mammoth. I'm going to miss my flight. So like, I can't remember their names. I'm going to make them up American. Like, Jim, come over here. Dave. Bob, come over here. Dave, Terry. Um, Terry's the best. <laughs> She's a guy. A girl. Terry, come over here. How so, stereotype can you go? Right? Right? Y'all shouldn't be there. Um, so they pull my bag from from the plane and they're, they're going through it. They're, they find the woolly Mammoth tusk and they, they go in the back office. And I can see through the back office like, they take pictures with the woolly mammoth. No, tusk. no, like, I swear. No. I, I really, this is a real thing. And I'm saying, I'm like, are you guys going to let me get on my plane? Well, we have to check it. I'm like, check it for what? If it's a photographable, let me on my plane. So they're like, no, don't worry, don't worry. You'll get, you'll get a plane. I'll plane. I want to be on my plane. So they put it all back. They pack it back up. They've, they've looked now, taken all pictures with their selfies with the woolly mammoth tusk. And I'm like, okay. So there, I know my bag's not making my destination now because it's here. The plane's over there, about to take off. So I'm like, I'm running. I get on the plane. I had to bag check my thing. And the, the woman at the counter is like, oh, what took you so long? Customs stopped me. And in my infinite wisdom, I had this woolly mammoth tusk in my bag. She's like, you have what? I'm like, no, oh, no, we're we not again. doing this again. 
just pull the bag on. But yeah, so apparently if you... If, so just a, a note to all your viewers, if you do have a woolly mammoth tusk in your bag, plan to be pulled over by customs. I'm sure that's a very um, like informative and very <laughs> useful piece of information. Yeah. Yes. Make sure you have your studies paperwork and you're going to get yeah. pulled over by customs. Yeah. So Make sure you time. don't take your woolly mammoth tusks or uh, raptor tails. Raptor tails. I don't have... You know, I really better pick up a raptor tail. I have a T-Rex uh, tooth somewhere, but yeah. Okay. Well, I was close. Six of one, half dozen the other. Really, it's... <laughs> amazing amazing I just woolly mammoth it just always comes back to paleontology with him somehow it's, it's fun it's, paleontology is great it's, the, it's the, the study of our past right yeah okay alright um, quickly yes quickly another another question for you is what is keeping you back from being famous Lance uh, a sheer lack of people who know who I am I think that's mostly the reason I'm not famous <laughs> How can he be so humble? Like, <laughs> the humblest guest we've ever had. Just people need to know no. me. Like, why what is, are they doing? Seriously, people, why am I not famous? Uh, what are they doing sitting on Instagram, <laughs> scrolling and thinking about all those I things know. we've just talked My about? My one post every six months. Come on, people. Um, Really, is that your answer? I think so. You can change it. I, it like, no, no, that's like my well. Literally, the reason I'm not enough people know who I am. Um, I. I don't know. Another I think chance, never, and it just. I think I've never the, actually the glamour. It's a glamour, like yeah. It's I want to do one of those like chariot of fire runs now. Um, I don't know. I think I've never actually tried to be famous either. Like it's it's never really been an ambition. But I mean, don't get me wrong. If ten million people watch this and they're like, "Hey, we like that guy. I'll take your money and be famous for you." But take your money. Okay. Uh, wait, wait, wait the sham wow. Yeah. <laughs> let me let me rephrase it in another way yeah. because we like, actually the question is a little bit misleading. Yeah. It's like what's holding you back from being, um, let's say, or realizing your potential? Because we we talked about this on the show a couple of times where doesn't mean being famous means being successful. Yeah. Right? You can be famous. You can be just, famous for lots of reasons. Yeah. You can just be famous. Yeah. Or you can just be successful and the fame comes with it. So so my actual question would be, what's holding you back from being, let's say, or realizing your full potential as Lance Brass? As Lance Brass, the future, uh, the future, I don't know. Um, what's, what's holding me back? I don't know that there's anything holding me back, honestly. I think that, you know, I think I, I've always been one of those people who just wants to do a little bit of everything. I, I and and I've tried to and I haven't focused like I haven't focused my career on one specific thing because I want to be able to do a lot of, a little bit of everything. I've I've worked mostly in the entertainment and the event industry and it's, I've done dinosaurs to music festivals to you know infotainment for football the Olympics and 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 I've liked the idea of always being able to touch on different things and do different things and and meet all these different people and I think one of the key potentials everybody has is to meet as many people as you can and make as many friends as you can and that's really your potential in the world because at the end of the day I have friends all over the world that I can bunk on someone's couch and that's that's a happy feeling for me and I feel like that's but I think you know as far do, as do you know why I'm laughing why are you laughing because you like uh, I think the the goal yeah. of what you made it seem is like have friends all over the world so you don't need to sit in a hotel. <laughs> it's like what? Yeah. <laughs> so I hate hotels. I like to I like to couch surf. No, no but it's, that's, it's, uh, that's what it, made it seem like. You know, it's like but it's uh, about it's about I think it's about having that whole point is about having a family around the world that you can always depend on somewhere wherever you go. You can always call someone and go, hey, I'm in Australia. Let's hang out. Yeah, I know you're with. busy. I know you're busy. But that couch is looking couch. mighty sweet. Yeah, so you got a guest room, right? <laughs> um, but I think that it's also a matter of like the older you get or, or as you age, as you as you kind of develop as a person, you change your goals and, and you change your potential, right? Like I think I had a different potential when I was 20 to you know play football or be an athlete. 
And now my potential is more to make influence people, make decisions and, and create interesting memories. Because at the end of the day, I think the event industry is what you and I work in. All we're creating, all people walk away with from any game, any concert, anything is a memory. And if we can create a memory in somebody, if something we did leaves them with something they're remembering, remembering, they're remembering, there you go, just killing the language, they're remembering for the rest of their lives, then I think we've achieved a really great potential. We've achieved something really incredible, right? And I think as, as I get older, as you get older, as any of us get older, that goals and potentials change. And so, you know, being on your podcast now, who knows, maybe my new goal is to be a personality and, and achieve that potential, which by the way, seems to be a lot of fun, by the way, I'm really enjoying this. Um, so, you know. In this show, he's realizing so, his potential. There you go. So Did you see what I did there? So <laughs> just wait for the email you get tomorrow just saying, hey, can I come back? Yeah. Um, <laughs> All the shows are with Lance now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think it's, it's I mean, that's a, it's a very individual question, but I feel like that's, that's achieving, you know, so when, when teach, you know, you're a kid and your teacher's like, you have so much potential. It is such a generic terminology. Well, wait, wait, because we never got that here. So yeah. Just clarifying. Oh, fair, fair for, enough. For all the Arab kids, for the Arab, you know, for us you're kids. so bad. <laughs> you know we, none of the things. You know none of the things. But you can never be anything. You can never. You're nothing. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah that's good. <laughs> well, in Canada, apparently, our teachers are a little more encouraging. So, like, you have a lot of potential. But it's such a generic terminology to lay on anybody. You have a lot of potential. Potential for what? Like, have the potential to. You just say it. Gen- yeah. yeah. So I think it's it's all about. Your potential is all about achieving the goals you want and doing the things you want and, and doing something cool with your life. And because at the end of the day, you know, our industry is about making memories, but also the only thing you take with you is your memories and your stories, right? When you're 99 years old, I want to have a, just a libraries of stories to tell about how I lived my life and the cool people I met and the cool things I got to do. And I think I'm achieving that now. So I'm pretty happy with it. And I think it's just going to grow from there. And until I start sending, you know, until I start stalking you online, can I come back? Can I come back? Can I come back? Maybe famous, maybe famous. I want to be famous. <laughs> I, so, yeah. I love your answer. I love, I love how you answered. Uh, I like all the people like listening. Now, he, obviously he's going to love his answer. <laughs> yeah. No, you know, but, uh, but what he's saying, like what you said about, uh, especially about the events, like yeah. you, it's always hard to, make somebody leave with something that's ingrained or they can remember. And I also like how you are, you kind of started off telling me your whole CV, like it's a job interview. I'm like, Hey, Uh, sorry, not here. Not interested. Not hiring. (laughs) Not hiring. Uh, But, uh, but it's, I like how you want to be touching on different kind of things in your life. So at some point, which is kind of actually, um, let's say, not the the obvious goal, but you want to be a man of the world or yeah. like a woman of the world. It's kind of one yeah. of the goals in, in life is you want to be able to experience this. And look, look man, I'm a huge piece ad- of the solar l- system l- we got. It's, 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 it's a little third rock from the sun. Yeah. Or, you know, third flat surface from the sun. Um, <laughs> you had to. I had to. Right there. You can cut that. That's a quick edit. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, <laughs> but I think, you know, one thing I, I, would, I would say if I were to, you know, if I were to deem myself, you know, able to give anybody advice, it's that don't don't miss out on things for lack of being able to take a risk. I think, you know, all the best things you can do, there's risk involved. There's a chance you take. There's a roll of the dice, right? And and so I've tried to, you know, I've tried to live my life when something interesting comes up, not giving in to what's easy and actually taking a risk on stuff. And I think that that's what creates these interesting memories, these great stories, and and you know, a woolly mammoth tusk in your suitcase at customs right amazing so, yeah i mean those those are and those are cool stories and they also you know all those experiences all those risks helped create conversation which helps to meet people which helps engage and other people have interesting stories and you create that you know that international family it's that i think is so valuable because in the end of the day it's all about people right i think it's just i it. love it lance i have i have i have literally no follow-up 
I do, but I just wanted to give that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I was not expecting to render you speechless, nor do I think I did <laughs> render you speechless. So. No, no, you didn't uh, yeah. actually. But um, again, it's just another great answer. And I, I like that you left us with um, with that little note that obviously it is t- it is risks. And obviously, what like what me and Alex are doing now yeah, is a big risk. Absolutely. You know, we're just, um, you know, every single show we make, is a risk, and and I love it because we we get to you know we get to experience the things that you're saying, and I like this piece of advice because uh, again it's about like if you're in your comfort zone now and you're not doing anything, yeah, it's like it's great, but it's it's all also bad to be settled. Like you need to I always agree. have that uh, you know this, this fire to do something. And, yeah, yeah, you should be able to. To be the things you want to be. Like if you if you go to bed and you're envisioning yourself being something that you aren't or doing something that you're not, then you're doing the wrong thing. Like if you if you can't be happy at the end of the day with what you've achieved or what you're working on or the outcome of, of your accomplishments, then you are doing categorically doing the wrong thing. And I think people, you know, I think people fall into a lull, particularly with work. I think there's this in some ways, there's this idea that work is just a place you go and you do your work and you make your money and you come home and that's your life. But in reality, you spend so much time in your life at work that how can you not do something you enjoy? Like, how can you not go to work every day and enjoy aspects of it and, and the outcome of it and expect to have a happy life? And I think that's really important. You know, you only get one crack at this. Make it as happy as you can. Try and do the thing that makes you happy. Like, in the end of the day, I, I love that, you know, my job here in the UAE is, is doing this infotainment for FIFA and for AFC because I get to find a way to entertain thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people over the course of a tournament. And that's awesome. Like, and I'm the guy standing at the control who goes, go pyro, and then pyro, pyro shoots off, yeah. right? And and so that's that's really cool feeling. And I remember last year when we, when we finished the Club World Cup and, you know, they, they raised the trophy and we blew off all the pyro on the roof and everybody's going crazy. Just this intense feeling of satisfaction. It was like a natural, it's a natural high. You're like, oh my, this is incredible. Like, did, did we just do this? Did I, was I part of this? Was this like, was I part of this team that did this? And to be able to have that feeling, if, if you don't get to have that feeling in your life, then I think you're missing out. You need to find the thing that gives you that feeling. I really do. Again, it's rendering me speechless, literally, because, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. I, I really will leave it at that. Thank you, Lance, right. really. Thank because, you. Because, um, again, it's just uh, all the things you're saying, just pushing us, need, you need to be, like, you need to be pushed. And sometimes, like, you need to push yourself. You can't Absolutely. have someone pushing you. So, uh, yeah. and, thank and, you, Lance, yeah, really. At the end of the day, like, whose opinion really matters besides your own, right? Well, another another quip. Just oh, at the end. Yeah. That one was for free. Just you guys, it was for free. <laughs> this Next for one cost you. This one for free. I know all the things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Right. Thank oh, you, Lance. Thank you, Ali. The voice of Abu Dhabi. By the way, to all the fans out there of Ali, I am trying to start a petition. Yeah, all 28 of them. All, all 28. All the future fans of the future famous Ali, I am trying to start a petition to have him become the announcer for AFC and the Club World Cup so that if you go to the stadium, you will hear Ali as the voice of Abu Dhabi, wow. Alain, Dubai, and, and or Sharjah. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. So, so and if, that's the end. <laughs> so, so hang on here. I'm giving my full sales pitch. So if you want to see this, everybody out there in Instagram land and YouTube land and looking at the right camera land, um, make sure you leave a message or hashtag something. Let's start, in fact, let's start a petition. Hashtag Ali Voice Abu Dhabi. Wow. That's a new thing. I'm starting this hashtag. Wow. Hashtag wow. Ali, the voice of Abu Dhabi. Not I, I Ali, know. the voice of Abu Dhabi. I'm, I'm out of here. I'm sure. I'm it's out done. of here. Who is it. that guy? 
Everybody out there, hashtag Ali, the voice of Abu Dhabi. Oh, my God. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> and mic drop. And mic drop. There you go. At least we can right. get Dr. Phil. <laughs> you see, what the problem is. What the problem <laughs> is. You got a problem. <laughs> There's a failure to communicate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, guys, that's amazing. Woo! Thank you, man. Oh, thank so you so much. much. Minutes. Woo!